0: Welcome to another episode of the Unfiltered Real Talk podcast. In today's episode, my guest, speaker and I are discussing how to turn your passion into a business idea, how to turn your idea, your creativity, into a profit-making business. So my guest speaker is Danny Danny Ochang. She will enlighten us based on her experience, how she turned her passion into fashion. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show today. And um, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay. Um, thank you so much for having me. Um, first, I must say your platform is just amazing and I'm excited about all the things you're doing. Thank you. Um, So my name is Damilola Ochan. I'm a mom of three young kids. I'm also a fashion designer, and um, during the day, I also work as an administrative assistant somewhere. Wow! So yeah,
0: I didn't even know know that amazing well so really you I have three full-time busy. jobs you're a mom you're a yeah. fashion designer and, and yeah. you work in administration wow
1: yes yes i know it's very intense but somehow i make it work so i'm um, the creative director for damifia's clothing damifia's clothing is clothing brand that infuses some form of african elements into western style so i know that we have like great features we have great fabrics we have lovely wow. prints and yeah i just try to infuse
0: them into modern styles for like the modern woman that's amazing so so dami fierce is the name of your fashion business and um in in this place we can so if we go online if you're listening to us right now and go online you can find dami at damifierce.com. is that correct yeah um once again welcome on our show and uh to our listeners if this is your first time on our podcast please go find us on spotify apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts and stay tuned to our conversation on a filtered talk so these are unprecedented times that we're in right now in the middle of a pandemic so i'm curious how you're staying motivated in the midst of covid 19.
1: if there's any like if there's any positive thing that has come out of this whole pandemic is the fact that i've got a lot of time to rest and just recharge because I feel like I was just going, going, going. So it was work, school, daycare, drop-off, cooking. Like, it was in that cycle. And then the pandemic hit and, every, like, the whole world paused. So I just it had kind time of allowed to like,
0: you to slow down a bit.
1: Yes, okay. yes. So I just had that time to just think. And um, so I'm currently designing a new collection. And for Amazing. me, like, it's, yes, with the new collection, it's just all about comforts. So um, being elegant doesn't have to be uh, uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, so the, absolutely, yes. yes. So yes, clothes can just be fitting and stunning and relaxing at the same time. It doesn't have to be too tight or too... So like with the new collection, I believe there'll be a lot... It'll be elegant yet comfortable. So I've just had that time to just rethink. Most of my designs have been very form-fitting and like I'm a very old oh, flaunt your curves, be proud of your body Absolutely. and all of that. But I love yes, women but, who promote that. Yes, but with um the new collection, so I'm just trying to do something with like more flow, more ease, more movements. There's okay. so elegance in all of that. So I'm I mean, just, yeah. So I'm just um, getting, keeping myself busy with designing the new collection.
0: So listeners, stay tuned to dummyfears.com. She has a new collection that is coming out soon. It's going to be all about ease. So, so yeah. please stay tuned yeah. to Dummy's website. So how did you, how did you come from a creative idea, right? Something that was just an idea just up there. And then mm-hmm. you somehow channeled it into a business. So what is that process? What did you have to go through?
1: Oh, so from the get-go, well, I did not always know I wanted to be a designer. So like I had finished um, secondary school and then got into the university and I was still like clueless as to what, I, I was already studying agricultural economics in school. Yeah, I wasn't still sure of what I was going to do. So um, I think when I was around, 18 years, I saw a movie titled One Tree Hill. And my favorite character in the movie was a um, fashion designer. And she just, in that movie, she actually lived the life that I dreamed to have. So that's how I just started thinking about fashion. It was at that point I knew that, oh, I just want to be a fashion designer. Like my whole fashion brand has been modeled by a movie character. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I started, um, when I finished school, like, all my friends went on to get jobs, but I just knew at that point that I wanted to go into, I wanted to start my fashion career. But it didn't happen then because I got married and got pregnant and got distracted from, like, the whole fashion thing. So I had to, like, go back at the point my whole plans changed and it was all about, oh, having a baby. And after I had my baby... I thought it was time to go back. I relocated to Canada and then I just started life again. So I still wasn't sure. Shortly after that, I tried to go back to fashion school. It didn't work. I got pregnant again. So every time I tried to go into fashion school, I got pregnant. So it was like, oh, my babies were standing (laughs) in my way of chasing my dreams. So the third time it happened with my third child, at that point, I said, no way. I knew I really wanted to be a fashion designer because I would, like, every time I sleep, I would dream about sewing clothes or just designing something or just creating something. Like, I get styles. There are times when I wake up so with my third pregnancy, I just knew that this time I wasn't going to let any baby stop me. I was so focused. I did all my research and went into the school, made my findings, and they were asking me, oh, you seem like you're about to have a baby. How are you going to cope? And I told them, just don't worry about that. I will come when it's time. So I um, submitted all my documents. I had to like create designs for my interview process. I did all of that, and I was successful. So I got into school. Well, um, I got the admissions and um, I had my baby in May and I was to start school in September. So I just like didn't want anything to impede me from chasing my dreams. So I found like a nanny for him and it was expensive at the time, but it mm-hmm. was in pursuit of my dreams and I did not care for anything. I had like so many comments that people were saying, oh, no, what would you do with like entrepreneurship? When you come to Canada, you should look for a career that um, you, would, you should look for something that is best at all, something that you're sure to find a job. But I don't care for jobs. Like I was just, I just had a goal of chasing my dream and I went to fashion school and I went in 2017, finished in 2018. And that's how I was able to, just at my brand my brand is inspired by pop culture so artists when she realized she released an album sometime back and then the album was just Sasha Fierce and I just said oh Dami Fierce sounded so cool and that's how I just coined mm. the name Dami it just went from there
0: It's amazing so what I've taken and I want my listeners to take from what Dami has just shared is that she went through some challenges when she was thinking about pursuing her dream and but she did not let that stop her. So in as much as, you know, she got married and that's not a challenge, by the way, that's a good thing Got married and you had three lovely kids, Uh, but they did sort of delay your passion to pursue your dreams, but that's all they did. It only delayed it. So what you did is you continue to go after it. You know, this was your dream. You know that this is what you needed to do you still went ahead to pursue your dreams and to pursue that dream, you had to go back to school. So yes, Yes. you had an education in Nigeria and I think you said agriculture economics, but then when you came here in order to realize your dream, you had to go to fashion school. So I want us to follow through the steps that uh, Dami has just explained to us. So she had to take some steps to pursue her dream. And that next step was to go do some research And then she went and got an education in fashion and then worked towards it. So you've told us how you spearheaded your passion uh, and turned Mm -hmm. it into a venture. So you've kind of given us a background on how you got the idea that was up in the sky and now is something tangible. So what I also would like you to tell us right now is what that journey was like. So when you went to school, we said you didn't have any uh, experience with fashion in the past. How was yeah. that? Like, how was that having to learn how to cut out patterns or how to draw out patterns? Like I, mean, I've only, I don't know much about fashion, to be honest with you, yes. except what I see on TV. Uh, so yeah. how was that whole experience for you having to learn the language of passion, how to learn the language of design, right? And trends and things like that.
1: Yeah. Quite frankly, it wasn't as stressful as I had imagined. Oh. It was stressful, but not just like I had prepared for the worst because I knew, oh, I didn't um have so much experience. I had learned, maybe I knew very basic um things with the sewing machine and that was it. Like I didn't know how to properly draft a pattern. Mm. I didn't know how to like measure um properly. I didn't know anything about sample creations and just all of that. So, it, but I had, I was prepared. So my preparedness didn't make it very stressful. I was overprepared for it. So I like I was quick on my feet with learning. And the teachers were quite okay as well. So everything was smooth. It wasn't as stressful as I actually anticipated. It was new. It was strange. But I got the hang of it. It's not always as easy as it seems for sure. Yeah, especially trying to like grow a small, small business with limited capital it's quite stressful cuz you have to multitask in so many different areas it would be easy if if i wasn't doing so much like for instance i'm a mother i have three kids yes. i have to attend to them i have to do all of that i'm a wife i have to do like my wifely duties i Absolutely. have a daytime job and then Absolutely. i'm trying to float a party sound like business. a
0: superwoman right now i'm <laughs> telling you dami superwoman dami do fierce it all at the
1: same time <laughs> so sometimes when i'm I'm just a mom. Sometimes I'm just a wife. Sometimes I'm just a designer. So, so how just- do you do that? Tell, tell us a little bit
0: more because we are targeting our podcast today for women who have families and yet they have not quite gotten your, your passion going. They've not yet achieved some of the dreams that they had for their career. So tell me how you juggle that. How are you able to balance your responsibility as a mom and as a wife and as a working Person, because you still have a daytime job. So, how are you balancing these three things?
1: Okay, so when I'm being a mom, I try not to get distracted with work or business or anything. So, I'm just focused. It's just all about the kids. I'm in their lives. We're doing homework. We're learning. We're playing. We are doing educational things. And then, when I have to be a designer, I have to like give them things to distract them so nobody comes on to me or I try to do it at a time where I am off. I take them to the daycare. Like they go to daycare daily. Try to get in as much as I can when they are not there. I can't do, I don't, it's not possible to do it all at the same time. Absolutely. And then, yeah. So like when I'm just a wife, I'm just, oh, I don't want to be the mommy today. You have to handle your children. Like, or sometimes I'm just a girl. Like I don't want any disturbances because I feel like balance is so important for our mental health.
0: Absolutely. And I'm I'm so grateful that you're saying that because that goes right next to my next question, which will be on self-care Because I feel like as women, and we do so much, we are always the primary caregivers in most relationships, in most societies, women are. And we are sometimes juggling full-time jobs, juggling our side business, families, and that includes extended family members, and then our husbands and our kids, right? So there's all this. And then our self-care as women is always at the back end. It's always at the back burner. It's always the last thing how do you get self-care into this? You are such a busy mom and you know, you're just inspiring. Your story is completely inspiring and kudos to you for all you've accomplished at your very young age. So (laughs) tell me what you do for self-care. Like when you're not Dami Fierce, the fashion designer, right? And when you're not Dami the mom and Dami the
1: the wife, what else,
0: how do you take care of yourself for just you?
1: So I believe in the value of friendships. I have really good friends. I always tell people that I have a friend for everything. Like I have a friend I discuss my budgeting with. I have a friend that we discuss just social life with. Mm -hmm. I have a friend for everything. So I hold my friendships in high esteem. Like I have different friends for everything. I have a friend that, oh, it's time to party. We party together. So I feel like I just distress with my girls. So when it's time, and the funny thing is, I did not take self-care very important at first, but I became a happier person when I started doing a lot of self-care. So there are times when I just, yeah, it's when I just take time for myself. Okay, um, girls, let's just go somewhere. Maybe let's go give ourselves a treat. It's funny how vain things like that would make you so much more happier. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like things like, oh, today I'm just going to the spa. I'm getting my nails done. Or I'm Pampering myself, I'm just going shopping for myself. Like it doesn't have to be so much. Mo- you don't have to. Sp- well, you, don't have to, to Mexico, yeah, you don't have to go to
0: Mexico, basically. You don't have to go to Dubai. Definitely, You know, definitely. before you can say that you're taking good care of yourself, it's a lot of yes. things that mean a whole lot. Yes,
1: it's the little thing. Sometimes it's just going to a different environment, not necessarily leaving your city, but just going, just moving away from your regular. It just helps me the stress. Like I just, it's all about spoiling myself anyway that's how I that's how I do my self-care like even just buying new things for myself excites me in more ways than I would expect yeah or just changing my hair or just something as simple as just dressing up taking nice um, pictures and admiring yourself like Mm -hmm. it just releases some happy hormones somehow so I believe that it's very important for People to find their energies. Like, what are the things that excite you? What are the things that charges you? What drains you? Like just stay away from like it's just best to observe energies. That's what I've found. And ever since I found that, I think I actually became a happier person. Find what seeks you what makes you happy. Whose company are you more happy around? Who do you hang out with that when they leave you, you feel excited, you feel refreshed. Who drains your energy? Stay away from people like that. Ever since I just started reanalyzing all the relationships in my life, it just helped pump me more in a positive direction. Absolutely.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that. And uh, I I couldn't agree with you more. I have to emphasize once again that self-care is important. So if you're listening to this podcast right now and you are one of those super women out there, and you're doing so much, and yeah. you don't have a choice. You have to, right? You have
1: yes. Yes. ones depending
0: yes. on you. You have older parents depending on you. Yes. You have extended yes. family depending on you. You have yeah. to work and people depend on you at work and you have your business and you depend people depend on your business. It's just so much you're doing as a woman. We want to yes. just take a minute. Demi and I want to take a minute and just acknowledge you and let you know that you can't stop and take care of yourself. Go get your nails done, get your hair done. Whatever it is that will give you some peace.
1: Yeah, just find something and get some
0: joy. Absolutely. Find something that gives you joy, something that brings you peace. And like Dami has said, surround yourself with positive people. She did say that she has friends for different things in her life. And maybe that's what you need. You have a friend that you can talk to when you have specific issues. And then other friends who have that emotional capacity to talk to you for heavier issues or whatever that may be, right? So important that as we juggle all these things as women and women with kids, that we are taking care of ourselves. I also want to ask you what advice you would give your younger self. So if you were to go back in time, what advice would you give your younger self?
1: I would just say, damn Lola, relax. Like, There's no need to fret over anything. At the end of the day, everything works out it just absolutely. works out somehow the universe just aligns it God just steps in at everything just works out so really just do the best you can and don't fret the rest everything will fall in place
0: absolutely okay. and 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 I, I couldn't agree more I totally agree with that so just because you had a goal you had a, a plan and you thought that you were going to be in a certain place in two years place in five years or a certain place at the age of 25 or 30 or whatever uh, yeah. but that didn't happen doesn't mean that yeah. it will never happen yeah, like you said, the yes. universe has a way of aligning itself. So maybe what you were supposed to, or what you thought you were supposed to achieve at the age 25, may come your way at age 30 or 35, yeah. or a little bit later. Yeah. So it just means don't give up. Like you said, don't sweat, don't fret. Just take it easy, yes. uh, continue to stay motivated, and know that you will still get. What you were searching for, just maybe at a different stage in your life.
1: Speaking of age and things like that, I feel like we as a society we should just stop putting all these timelines on like people. It's okay to just discover a new passion at Absolutely. age forty. It's okay That's a big to just one. have a new dream at age fifty. It's okay. There should just be no time frame for anything. Just do things whenever you're ready, not just because people expect it to be a certain way by a certain age. Like, I feel like we're so past that and we just need to get that out of the way. 100%.
0: I think society is harder on women a lot. And so we have these unnecessary expectations and timelines for many things. And like you said, I think the world is moving forward. The world is progressing and we are past that, or at least working towards passing that. So the last thing I have here is for you to tell me what you see for your fashion line or what you see for yourself as a vision in the next five years.
1: Oh, in the next five years, I'm hoping that my brand would become more popular. I'm hoping that more women will embrace the Dami brand and it will be found in like a lot of wardrobes around, around the world, not just in Canada, not just in Nigeria. I'm just hoping that there'll be more awareness about it, more and people will be more accepting of like the African culture with all the like black movements going on around the world i also absolutely. feel like it's an opportunity for black people to excel it's an opportunity to just showcase your culture and be proud of it and at support the, end of the, the black
0: community absolutely yes
1: yes at the end of and also i hope that we as a people can support each other and not try to tear each other down i hope that People will just be more aware of our culture and be more accepting of it and have more of it in their wardrobes. That's my so dream much. for the Dami that, that, fans. That's
0: amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. This is the end of our interview with Dami. Uh, but before I let you go, Dami, any last words? Is there any final advice you would want to share with us today either for the Black community, for Black women, for women in general, or for young girls?
1: i just like to say that people should just follow their hearts i know there are so many voices like there are so many opinions these days yeah everybody social media
0: doesn't make it easy
1: yes everybody just seems to have an opinion on your life or the things you should do or what career you should take or how you should live life but at the end of the day we all know we really know what we want to be and we should just always try or find ways to follow our dreams i feel like if more people follow their dreams would have more happy people and the world will definitely be better when we have more happy people so the most important thing is just Following your dreams wherever that leads you, whatever you want to do, just be fearless in, in that pursuit, be fearless in pursuing it. So basically be fierce. Damn it yes. fierce. I be really fierce. like the name that, of your action yeah, line. So. Just be fierce.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Just be fierce. Just have courage and yeah. just go ahead and pursue your dreams and pursue yeah. your action. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening to the conversation. Myself and Dami are grateful to have you here. And we're really glad that you stopped by to listen to our episode. Dami passed here and her personal experience and her journey on how she turned her passion for fashion into a business venture. So thank you so much, Dami, for coming on the podcast today. We're so grateful. And i um, looking forward to hearing the feedback from people who listen to this podcast. So if you learned something from this podcast, please subscribe and please send your feedback and let us know what you learned. So thank you so much, Dami.
1: You're welcome. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome. Hey guys, thank you for sticking around to the end of the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to rate the podcast and send us your comments and feedback. I'll see you in the next episode.